Welcome to the Banega Swasthya podcast. Our focus this season is one health, one planet, one future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because only a swast bharat can be a sampann bharat. I'm Ambika Singh Kama. As the world marks last week of April as World Immunization Week with the theme Long Life for All. with the focus on spreading the message that immunization is one of the world's most successful and cost-effective health interventions and it helps save millions of lives every year team banega swast india speaks with dr vivek virendra singh health specialist officer in charge chief of health unicef he talks about india's immunization program covid-19 vaccines india's role in developing covid-19 vaccine booster shots and more you know the first thing is to sing i would like to ask you we're celebrating immunization week what role has immunization played so far in saving lives amika uh, you know the world celebrates uh, this world immunization week every year in the last week of april to galvanize support uh, for this one of the most cost effective global health intervention which has added life to the ears of populations at large you know uh, think of it globally modern medicine has been able to add some life to the individuals but at the population level it's just two simple public health interventions which is improvement in water and sanitation and immunization which has been with us for two centuries now yes. which has added life to the ears at the population level so that's the importance of immunization and we use this week to galvanize all the stakeholders for this public health intervention absolutely like you rightly said it's a very very critical week and yes immunization has played a very important role how would you rate india's covid vaccination drive see if you think of india's covid vaccination drive um the numbers speak for itself for a population size of a country of india if you are able to vaccinate most of your people with both doses and at such great speed i think as a country we fared fairly well two points which come clearly um, um, from this campaign was one was the ownership and coming together of whole of society with the leadership right from the highest level of polity at the union level in the different states health is a state subject we know but we saw that leadership right from you know the uh, polity to bureaucracy to the frontliners to volunteers and we saw that you know how volunteers for example were coming up with apps you talked of misinformation where yeah, people yeah. can get information but one important point also we should all remember is how india worked on production of these vaccines so speed with safety also yeah. because it takes lot of due diligence to come up with a vaccine and uh, india did come up with indigenous vaccines but with lot of safety um, ensuring lot of safety as well so the, these were two important highlights for the immunization campaign for covid okay moving on to booster do- doses uh, dr singh india has just rolled out boosters and you know everybody all ages are eligible the adults while other countries have done it earlier in fact some of them are also be- going to be taking the fourth dose is the timing right for india's booster dose announcement 
I think yes, and uh, India has a very robust system of taking scientific evidence into all its policies, and especially mm-hmm. for the COVID, there is a Entegi National Technical Advisory Group on Immunization, which takes into account all the scientific evidence, and that's how it's being recommended. We do not know how much does the, and as we all know by now, uh, which variant and how much will the immunity last. So I would urge everyone who's eligible for a precautionary dose now to step out and take that dose. Because we have seen clearly in the third wave how people were affected less in terms of the severity of disease and all of that. And it was mainly possible because of the two doses that most of the population had. So people should be stepping out and taking their booster doses whenever they become available. Okay, so booster doses, yes, you recommend that. Uh, what do we know about the booster doses, Dr. Singh? How does long does the immunity last? And frequently will booster doses be required? What is your thought on that? See, in the current evolution of the uh, microbe, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, this booster dose has been recommended because it does enhance the immunity. Um, the uh, virus, we know that by the time it fades away, the pandemic ends, it keeps evolving. So as of now, the uh, waning immunity does require booster dose, but how long will it last? Will the new variants need it or will there ever be a need? Or based on our historical evidence, uh, these may be the next uh, few months or years. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, it's too early to say uh, that how long will the booster be required, but I think boosters um, will definitely help at the individual's immunity um, to tackle the, uh, the existing variants and um, they should just step out and take the uh, booster dose. So those, I think the bottom line here is one must go get vaccinated and booster dose is key. Uh, Dr. Singh, India is also the hub uh, of vaccine manufacturing, but how do we fare when it comes to vaccine administration? According to you, how successful is India's overall immunization program been? So think of it, that in 1978, when India started in its extended immunization program, giving three antigens, 78 to today, um, in 40 years, four decades, now the country is currently administering antigens for 12 diseases. 12 diseases, and uh, these antigens over the years for a population of the size of India, so 2.9 uh, crore mothers and about 2.6 crore cohort of the uh, the ch- children who are born, the newborns, they receive these vaccines each year through our immunization program. And uh, from the time of production to its delivery on the front lines. So imagine India conducts about 1.2 crore vaccination sessions with the help of 1,50,000 healthcare workers. And maintaining the quality of the vaccines right from the production up to the front lines for these numbers. So India has a unique system where it's cold chain. And I don't know if people know of this, that there are these walk-in coolers and freezers where you actually walk into a um, a storage unit at a state level. There are 740 district level walk-in cooler and freezer type storage units for vaccines in the country. And about 100,000, 1 lakh equipments, which are temperature controlled equipments in the vaccines are stored. And these are connected through a mobile chip based, the the SIM card based data loggers, which give real time information on the cold chain 
maintenance of these vaccines till the time they reach the front lines and this uh, uh, intervention of india is now being taken globally by many uh, un agencies who are helping other countries to uh, strengthen the vaccination program across the globe so i think if you take the lessons from a country like india right from the production to the delivery at the front lines there are a lot of lessons from the india's uh, program and you know vaccines uh, for this year's theme that uh, long life for all we all know that especially for children vaccines don't just add long life to the years they also add the life to the years that is um, enhanced because of vaccines so children are able to play let's say if a child is afflicted with polio we know what happens to the child if a child suffers from the vicious cycle of diarrhea measles and uh, gets into a cycle of malnutrition we know how the child will suffer and may not be able to grow with the proper growth trajectory that a child is uh, entitled to as a right so we know that vaccines also add a lot yes. of uh, life to the years and children are able to not just survive but also thrive to their maximum potential and absolutely i think you've explained that really well dr singh how important vaccination and i think india you've really put it out there that how how much as a nation india has done if we talk about the nh if as um, nf hs uh, five data dr singh the percentage of children in india uh, taking essential vaccines is definitely improved from 2015 2016 going forward what steps do we really need to take uh, you know to keep up with the space of vaccination and ensure that we leave no one behind which means obviously rural areas the tribal communities uh, you know the last mile connectivity let me put it that way i think that's a very important point moving forward that as on date um, with the increasing number of antigens which are available in the vaccination program and most of the kids getting it i think now the priority should focus on those not getting it for whatever reasons than all the successes and achievement of those we are able to reach yes. and for that uh, there's a global call also in the strategy moving forward to the 2030 goals which is calling for all stakeholders to converge their energy in reaching the children which are so called the zero dose children because imagine in today's times with the kind of health system investments that countries have made and we have seen that in india as well it is absolutely not uh, right that some kids still get left out and they get left out for various reasons which can be both from the uh, demand side um, that is from the communities and families or it could be from the supply side but you know the government is seriously working on not just celebrating the uh, the steady progress that has been made but also in reaching the unreached you know india also keeping in line with this global call uh, it had already started this mission indrathanush to reach the unreached so there were districts specifically marked with low immunization coverage and this data was not from the surveys but real time data from the health and uh, health management information systems and this has continued from 2014 and now we are in the version 4 the phase 4 of the mission indrathanush Yeah. where the country is again going to target 416 districts in fact uh, began with about 200 and odd but the, now it has been extend, extended to 416 districts to try and go and reach the unreached and this is where we will need support from all stakeholders that if anybody beat an institution um, or an individual 
if you feel that there could be communities where the children may not have received all the antigens or may not have initiated the immunization for some reason, we need to go out and see if there, um, there are kids that may be left out and raise awareness that vaccination is something which is available in all public health facilities. In India, in fact, 95% of all inoculations, the immunization happens in public facilities, which is a very important point that, you know, the quality of the vaccines in India, there is so much confidence in it that even small private sector takes the vaccines from the district immunization office or the state immunization office. So the will is there. There is availability in the system. It's just that all of us need to come together and ensure that no child is left behind. Absolutely. I think what you said, uh, Dr. Singh, COVID-19 has also taught us the importance of vaccination and controlling the spread of the disease as well as mortality. What are some of the other diseases that need, you know, that where vaccines are needed to put an end to it? See, um, we know that the world is working on uh, many of the elimination and eradication goals. But yes, um, as you rightly said, COVID-19 has taught us that uh, uh, wherever the vaccines are available, we must use them. Um, I would rather put it slightly differently. COVID-19 has also taught us that how healthy population groups um, are important for resilience to such pandemics for future um, uh, for, for, for the future. And when we say healthy population groups, um, the vaccines play a very important role for whatever antigens are available. That a population which has good immunized, routine immunization coverage, which is given from birth to children, and then of course now there are uh, vaccines for adolescents and adults. So if the population in any country is well vaccinated for the antigens available, obviously they will be more healthy and that will add to the resilience in that country. So for whatever it is available, then of course the world is working on many other elimination targets. We know that India was able to achieve the uh, polio eradication in 2015 certification and then um, the uh, tetanus elimination targets. But, you know, measles is another um, disease which is marked for elimination and uh, we are doing fairly well there. That is something we need to uh, take further advantage of. And similarly, um, the uh, newer vaccines which are now coming. So we have seen that how most of these pandemic potentials are the ones which are influenza-like viruses, the uh, so-called viruses which affect our the pulmonary system. So there is the pneumonia vaccine which is now available and which is also in the uh, immunization program. So these vaccines will have to, um, the, we will have to increase the uptake of these vaccines. For the future it's been a pleasure uh, to have you with us thank you for sharing all these important tips and you know it's great and i i just really hope like what you've explained and you know the importance of immunization is really really credible thank you so much dr singh for joining us that's it on banega swast india podcast this week if you have comments queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future write to us on bsi podcast at the rate ndtv.com Remember, BSI stands for Banega Swast India. You can also connect with us on Banega Swast India handles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and continue the conversation through the week. Till next week, this is Ambika Singh Kama signing off. Stay healthy, stay safe.